Lord, I thank you for this amazing church, Lord. All the incredible people and families, the young, the elderly here, our children here in this place today. Lord, we're so grateful and thankful, Father God, that, Lord, even in this season, we can still gather. Yeah, Lord, it looks different, Father, but we know that you are not restricted. Holy Spirit, you are not restricted to any mandates or rules, Father, but you are, you are just, Lord, you, you're so excited to be with us today because we've come together under your name to give you praise and to give you worship. So Lord, I pray today for every single person. Lord, would you speak to their hearts this morning? Would you, Lord, download that thing that they are needing today? Your embrace, your love, your healing today in Jesus' name. Lord, I, I, Lord I'm expecting, Father God, for you to move and touch lives. Lord, will you refresh us, renew us and restore us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So refresh. And uh, last year, last year about June, uh, I had this uh, tooth. And when I was overseas, and I think it, was, it might have been Vietnam, I was on a missions trip. I thought, dentists are cheap in Vietnam, right? I'll go and get it done. And uh, just a, a year later, a um, year later, I, I, uh, part of that filling had cracked and, and come off. So I went to the dentist. Now, dentists are great in Huntley, by the way. Uh, just a side note. So uh, our dentist in Huntley, uh, and, and it was an uh, extraction, right? It was one of my big one teeth over here. And, and, and you know, like, denti any dentist in the room this morning? Praise the Lord. Uh, they come out with this giant, no, actually, I'm not, oh, a giant needle to numb it, right? And that's amazing. They start there. And, and, and the thing that gave it away was that normally you have like a half an hour appointment, right? He booked me for two hours. I, I, I didn't see it till afterwards. So, so he gives you an injection that numbs it all, and then they bring out the most biggest, giantest plier kind of things that you use on your car. Sorry for squeamish people. Sit back, breathe deeply. And, and, and he pulls it out, and, and I'm just thinking after about, I'm thinking, when is this going to be over? When is this going to end? And, and he pulls it off. Well, he pulls some of it out because it broke and it cracked, and he keeps going. And I'm sitting there, and it's like, it's like there's a point in time where a lot of things we go through, and you say, when is this going to be over? I just want this to end right now. I'm looking out the window at the from the dentist's place, which is a lovely view of the river. But I'm just saying, God, I, I want this to be over now. When is this going to be over? I'm at the end of it right now. When is this going to finish? And if you're like me, that's totally the season that we're in right now, right? Some of us here in this room are feeling like we're just stuck. Like we're stuck in the dentist seat. It's uncomfortable. We're, we're, we're struggling. We're, we're disappointed. Maybe we're, we're angry. When is this thing going to end? When are these restrictions? When, when is all our world going to come back to normal? Because the, the normal patterns that we, we love to do here, especially through the summer in New Zealand, it's been disrupted. When is this going to end? The truth is, we need to be refreshed. We need are refreshing for the season ahead. And, and simply this series has been like, I've been quite strategic for us to empower us and to empower you and to inspire you to, that, that you might be refreshed by the power of the Holy Spirit, that, that you might be uh, restored and, and renewed because here's what refresh means. It means to return to a state of being fresh, just like a well with no cap. 
a refreshing stream, a refreshing well. See, God created you and he designed you to live from a place of fresh, not of stale, not of stuck. And in this series, we're going to talk about what it is to be refreshed, right? And refreshed in body and mind and spirit. And I believe that God wants to do something significant in, in your heart and your life. And, and you may be stuck. You might be just kind of trapped in that fear right now or disappointment or uncertainty. But in seasons like these, we just, uh, we're just like the people of Israel at, at different times, especially when, when they were coming out of Egypt and they found themselves in a hot, hot desert, a wasteland without water. And so we're going to look at that this morning, and I want to encourage you to, to get into the Word of God this week in Genesis and, and to read these stories because God wants to speak to you. I believe He's going to speak to you and download to you through the Word of God. But here's the context of the story. This is the setting, right? There's 430 years of slavery for the Israelites, and if you've watched The Prince of Egypt, you'll know this story pretty well, but that's, that's where there's the 10 plagues and things happen there where Pharaoh sings that song of, I will not let more people go, uh, that song there. But God did deliver his people, right, by his power. Uh, he takes them on, uh, uh, they escape Egypt and they're going through the desert, but God takes them through the long way around the desert. That was significant as well. And Moses is the key character here who's leading the people, but it is God's power uh, that brings them out of slavery and, and heading towards the promised land. You'll remember in that story that there's a pillar of cloud that they follow by day and a pillar of fire at night to give them light. Uh, the Pharaoh, that guy called the Pharaoh, he's, he starts to chase them as they're leaving Israel with his chariots and all his army. So there's that army behind the Israelites and there's a sea in front of them right now. Moses prays to God. Uh, God parts the sea. Israel walks through this amazing miracle there happening, and the whole Egyptian army is, is uh, killed in this sea there. God takes them out. They come to the other side. They sing an amazing worship song to God of praise for what he's just done for them. They walk through the desert for three days, and they come to this place called Mara. They finally found some water, but there's a catch. The water is bitter. It's undrinkable. It's been contaminated. Something wrong with that. So, so they grumble and they moan to Moses, but, but God gives Moses a, a key in what to do, and there's a miracle there happened by throwing a stick into the, into the mara, into the river, into the lake, whatever it was, a pond, and, and the water become drinkable. So, and we're coming up close to the story now where God tells his people a few things. He says this. He says to listen to the voice of God, do what is right in God's eyes, and pay attention to his commands. And God says, I will keep you safe to the Israelites. And, and here's the part where we come up to right now. And we're going to pick up this story in Exodus 15. So you'll see that there. Actually, I said Genesis right at the start. It's Exodus, sorry. Exodus 15, verse 22 and 27. It says, Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea, and they went into the desert of Shur. For three days they traveled around the desert, without finding water. Then we jump to verse 27. Then they came to Elam. You might not be aware that Elam is a, a, a name that's come from the, from the Bible, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Then they came to Elam, where there were 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees, and they camped there near the water. 
And our growth track that we do is amazing. And some of this uh, information that we talk about, the, the heritage and the legacy of Elam is, is in there. But I, I wanted to fill you in with this today because the church that, that you're in today is a place that is, is, is named after an oasis in a desert. It's, it's an oasis, a place of refreshing from, from Scripture. And that's like a mantle that is, is upon Elam churches worldwide. And it was a place of refreshing for the people of Israel then uh, as they come out of Egypt and they found themselves wandering and stuck and in a dry place. They were stuck between their past and their future. Maybe some of us are feeling like that today. And here's a few things that we notice from the Scripture because there's a, a then there. Then's changed the story, right? Maybe in your life, then I got married, or then I got that job, then I, I shifted town, or I shifted country, then. And it's amazing how the Israelites have been wandering in the desert for three days, thirsty as in the hot, hot sun, then they came to Elam. And that's a turning point. It's like a tipping point in their story because, because things started to turn around for them then. Uh, it was an oasis where they could gain their strength, where they could find shelter and they could find food and they could be nourished. They, it was a place where in the middle of a desert, in the middle of a situation they found themselves in, it was a place where they could be refreshed. The second thing that I notice in, in the scripture is that when they come to Elam, or in the Hebrew it's called Ayel, and it's often translated into trees or palms. So in this case it's palms, but according to a, another concordance, the Strong's concordance, it, it act more accurately means strength. And, and so therefore it has several interpretations, right? So when, and, in regards to a tree, it's a, as something of great strength. Uh, it also has uh, an aspect of, of strength of livestock there, like, you know, like a ram, like a sheep that breeds, that farmers used to breed. Uh, it's under that context as a strong leader of a flock. So a tree's strength enables shade, fruit, and shelter. A ram's strength provides protection and multiplication. See, this place called Elam, where, where the Israelites uh, ended up, was a place where they refound their strength again. It was a place where they, that provided shade and food and shelter and protection and multiplication. It refreshes because it is a place of strength. In any place, in a dry and distressing land or a dry and distressing life, my heart for this church here, Elam, Christian Center Pukuko, is that, that you find this to be in this season, that Elam is a place of refreshing. The third thing that I noticed in that scripture is that, is that they camped there. They actually, that when they, they wandered through the desert for a few days, they camped at Elam near the water. Now, now Kiwis here, or, or New Zealanders right through, especially through the summer, we love camping, right? It's a great place to, to go and ref, be refreshed at the camp. You may camp at the beach or the camp by the lakes or in the forest or wherever, but the camping is a, is a great thing that we do, I think, as New Zealanders. And I, I can remember one time when my dad, we used to have these big old tents, we used to call them Kiwi camping tents, and they had, but they had big metal frames. And, and they're really strong and they stand up to a lot of storms except you get a little bit nervous in thunderstorms because my dad would always, you know, the wind is blowing and there's thunder and lightning around and he would hold on to the metal poles uh, for some reason like he's going to hold the tent down but didn't realise that it, yeah, electricity and poles not really probably that good but, but camping is a place and I know many of have watched lots of your, your stories and, and things on Facebook where you've camped 
and you've had great times at the beach with your children or your friends or your family. It's an amazing thing to stay put for a season, right? To be refreshed. Let the stresses go. Forget about work for a season. Forget about a few things that are, that are stressing you out. And we go camping to get refreshed. And Israel camped as well. They camped there at that place called Elam and got refreshed. I want you to know today that Elam, this church that you're in today, is a place of refreshing. Three things that the Oasis called this morning. Um, Oasis called Elam. It was a place of where it provided shade, water, and food. And these are important pictures for us today. The first thing is this, that shade. That covering where they could get out of the hot sun, where they could get out of, out of the, the heat of the day. Shade, it, it speaks of, the, of leadership that you can rest under. And, and in the oasis called Elam, there were 70 palm trees that provided amazing shade and protection. When the Israelites arrived at this oasis, there was no more striving, just space to heal and grace to rest. And these palm trees provided a covering for the community and provided much needed protection from the elements. And, and, and as a church, I, I thought I'd love to let you know about what that looks like for us as a, as a, as a church, as a movement. And, and as, as, a, as a church, we have great uh, spiritual leadership covering for us today. We have a, a local staff and team here who are just phenomenal. And, uh, but then uh, uh, above us, we have uh, a senior pastor. That's now Pastor Steve. Me and Pastor Luke has finally retired after 35 years, but he's still everywhere that I can see, <laughs> which is awesome. He can't, he can't let go, and that's a, he's got such a great heart. And, but then we have an amazing eldership or oversight of people who, are, who love you. Uh, and I wanted to emphasize this today, that Sometimes we think in leadership that the people uh, looking at paperwork and signing things off or not signing things off. Can I tell you, I've seen these people that we call our elders or our oversight, our board, and they pray for you. I've seen them fast for you. I've seen them go out of their way to make a difference in people's hearts and lives using their gifts. They love you. And, and for me, as I sit there and I see, and then over there we have our national leadership team. Uh, and then, then we are associated to 600, well actually 600 churches in the UK and about 3,000 Elam churches worldwide. We have an amazing covering for us. And personally, it, it gives me great comfort that I don't have to strive or stress. There's someone there for me, looking out for me, going praying for me, a fasting for me, interceding for me, men and women that God has called to, to be that spiritual oversight for us. It speaks of shade, and I find personally it's somewhere where I can rest as I journey through life. It gives peace, sense of purpose, something I can rest under. See, my prayer for you today and your families in this season, that you would know and find a place to refresh and find a place, the grace to spiritually heal, be renewed after a season that's like a hot, hot desert. Elam is a place of refreshing. The second thing is this. The second thing is water. There was many springs there uh, at Elam, and the springs speak of the Holy Spirit that quenches your soul. Elam is a place of the Spirit, and I could tell you many stories of 
of Welsh revivals where uh, our church was, was born out of and the miracles, the signs, and one is the outpouring of the, the Spirit of God. The, but we are a church, we believe in the presence of the Holy Spirit. We believe in the fruit of the Spirit, the baptism of the Spirit, the person and the work of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. One of the most special times or impacting times where I feel like I'm filled, I'm, that, that thirst in my heart is, is, is filled at once again is like mornings like this, where I can come and and worship. Actually, whether, whether there's a, a big band here or whether there's a, a drum or a guitar, whether there's no music, there's something about being in the presence of the Lord when I forget my week behind and I focus on that moment of worshiping to one person. And that's Almighty God. It's in those moments where now I'm 50. I'm kind of pretty old, and I've tried a lot of things over there, not saying that anyone else is old, just me, 50. I've tried a lot of things, done a lot of things. Good things, bad things, wrong things, right things. Real honest moment here. The thing that fills my tank the most is when I sense the presence of the Lord in worship. When I lift my hands and say, God, I've messed up again. And he comes. And I sense his presence. I feel his presence. And this season, I really believe at home when you're under pressure, when everything's kind of getting restricted, Get that stereo cranked up. Get your Spotify playlist. Find a moment. Teach yourself. Train yourself to worship God no matter what's going on. God is the same on the mountains as he is in the valleys. God is the same in the hard things, the restricted things, as he is in the great times. I believe this, we, in this season that for us to find those moments, and you might say to me that I, I struggle to find the time. And, and I totally understand and I agree. One thing I've discovered in this past six months is that my survival is not dependent on my pay coming in each week. My survival is dependent on God. I, I don't know what to do. I've got this amazing church. What do we do? It's the water. It's the freshness of the Holy Spirit that refreshes, restores, and renews. Can I encourage you today? Can I encourage you today to, to discover, to, un, to dig those new wells of worship and praise to you, God, where you have a fresh flow of the Holy Spirit guiding you in your work, guiding you with your children, with those decisions that if sometimes we feel like we're getting forced on, that he will guide you, he will lead you, he will speak to you, he will give you great confidence. Whew. Elam is a place of refreshing. I want you to remind you once again. Elam is a place of refreshing. The third and final thing is this, and band, you guys could come in a second, be great, is food. 
is that that place called Elam and that oasis in the desert uh, provided food, and which speaks of the Word of God that feeds your mind and your heart and your body. Not only did the Israelites there find shade and rest and water to quench their thirst, they found food to sustain them because the oasis that was full of 70 date palms uh, was with date palms, uh, D-A-T-E, uh, as in the food. Uh, and, and these palms provided nourishment from the food that they produced that they could feed on and they could regain their strength. And, and I want to tell you today what that looks like for us. And I will unashamedly tell you every week, every time I say that the Word of God is food for your soul. It is life to your body. Uh, and, and, and in this season right now, to, to dig another well, I, I believe a big part of that is to dig into the Word of God more than we've ever done before. When you have struggles, when you have issues, when you don't know what to do, the Word of God, the principles of the Word of God, when we know them, it's amazing how that your life can become like the best computer ever. What you put in comes out when you need it. And I believe that the Holy Spirit I've seen in my life and, and I know you're going to see in your life is that some things when I read the Word of God I, I actually probably don't remember or forget until the moment I need them and the Holy Spirit brings it right back to mind. He is the life giver. And, and we've found, Denise and myself have found an incredible tool uh, that I want to tell you about. But, but before I do, someone once said, how do you, like reading the Word of God is, if, depending on what learning style you, you are, uh, you know, there's different ways and different things to, uh, methods and, and tools to do that. But, but one of the, I heard a person say once, how do you eat an elephant? One mouthful at a time. How do you read the Word of God? One verse at a time. Maybe one chapter at a time. Maybe one book at a time. But you've got to take a bite. You've got to have a mouth. We've discovered an incredible uh, tool. Called, it's called the Bible Recap. Now, it's on, uh, if you guys, uh, people are using YouVersion app, or it's actually on YouTube, and, and it's on all sorts of platforms and Spotify and all sorts of things. Another tool to help you uh, not just read the Word of God and forget about it in five minutes, but in 10 minutes, 15 tops, it will feed your spirit. It will feed your spirit. And it's just a tool. There's many, and you might be having other tools there that you use, but, but for me, I'm a bit of a, a, bit of a, a repetition kind of person, and, and, and I pick up through hearing, and I pick up visual through reading, and this is, I love this particular app because it uses all three of those things, and I seem, if I'm honest, I seem to be retaining a lot more than I ever have in my whole life. Take one bite this week. Have a look at that app. I'll post a, a link onto our Facebook group. But the Bible recap, it's an incredible tool to empower you. It's an incredible tool. Can I encourage you too? Uh, if, if, uh, if you haven't got a paper Bible, a book Bible, you know those things that we used to use lots of years ago? Grab a, get one. We've got some here for you. If, you. if you're just on your phone, I've found distractions, notifications, texts, emails, all of the busyness of life coming and try to distract you and consume. Grab a, get, get a paper Bible. I'm planning to get glasses now because the words are getting smaller. But, 
but get a paper Bible and write on it. Write, make a memory of what God is speaking to you today. What is the God shot in there? What is, what is the character of God that you're seeing in there? Because I guarantee that in that week, in that day, God will speak to you through it. There'll be situations where you will feel so much more empowered by the Word of God in your life. Read one verse. Read one chapter. Read one book. It's time to refresh, everybody. There's great churches right across our city and right across our planet, and we're going to pray for them in a moment as well for our city. But before we do that, can I ask, I just want us to have a moment right here, and we've got a few minutes left. So why don't you bow your heads and close your eyes, and, and I want to pray for you today that whatever you are facing right now, be the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? But I want to remind you of a couple of things because I haven't been able to do it for six months. And I want to pray for you. I, I want to remind you that, that this church family we call Elam is, I, I love it, and it's a place of refreshing. It's a place where you can come and find rest. You can camp for a season. But we don't want you to stay camped for, for the, your whole life because God's got a plan. He's got a purpose for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, He's got great plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future. And, and right now, right at the start of our very first service back, I, I want to pray a refreshing of the Holy Spirit upon your life right now, a refreshing a passion for the Word of God, a freshness in your, as you pray, that you know without a shadow of doubt that God is listening to you, that He hears you, that He is close to you. But I do know that there's some people here and you're just, you've had a great holiday, but you need another one. <laughs> you, You've had a great time of, of refreshing and a great holiday, but it's like, when is Christmas holidays coming around? I believe God is here this morning to refresh your heart and refresh your spirit. Right now, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, if, if that's you, if you're identifying that, why don't you, if you want to lift your hands or you just want to say in your heart, yes, you just do whatever it is there to, to acknowledge that. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, I pray for every heart, every life, Father God, that, that is like a well that has a cap on it right now. Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we take the lid off, the cap off, the well, Father God, and we speak a freshness of the Spirit of God into every heart and every life. Father, let rest return, O oh God. Let peace return, Father God. Embody mind and spirit, O oh God. Lord, in bodies that are exhausted and it's the start of the year, Father God. Lord, I pray right now for that freshness, Father God, of, of energy, Father. Lord, I pray as you speak, Father, your words of love and your words of wisdom, your words of insight, O oh God, that, Lord Jesus, we will be, uh, have our ears open to what you are saying, Father God, eyes to see what you are, are wanting to do in our hearts, Lord, Lord that we have the courage and the boldness, Father God, Lord, to take those steps that you are placing in our hearts and in our lives, Father. So, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, I speak refreshing. I, I prophesy refreshing over hearts and lives. Lord, in body, in mind, and in spirit. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. So every eye is closed. Maybe you're here today. And maybe your first time in, in, in church. And maybe, or maybe, maybe it's your first time in a long time. And our church is, is one of those places that we love people. And we love God. There's good news here, even in the middle of our, our situation, our lives that are going on at the moment. The good news is this, is that Jesus loves you. God sent His one and only Son to, to this earth to take your sin and my sin. And that stuff is the stuff that separates us from knowing God and having, having a relationship with God. But God so loved you that He sent His Son to carry your sin upon Him is very self, to be the, a sacrifice, to be the payment for you and for me. He did that willingly for you because of His great love. And the good news is this, is that when Jesus died on a cross, He paid the price for your sin and my sin, and He rose again victorious on the third day, that you and I may know what it is to one day spend eternity with Him. And here's the, here's the amazing thing about good news. It doesn't matter if, how, how messed up your life may be or what you've done. God takes us, He adopts us into His family because of His great love. No conditions to that offer. And this morning, all I'm gonna do right now, if you want to say yes to Jesus, I'm gonna invite you to, in your heart right now, pray this simple prayer after me. Pray this. Pray, dear God, today I choose to give you my life. Forgive me of my sin. I believe you died and rose again that I may be free, that you paid my debt. So today, I step over a line. I give you my life. I choose this day to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Wave your eyes still closed. If you prayed that prayer, made that decision really quickly, I'm gonna to count to three. We're not gonna embarrass anybody right now. I'm not going to call you out or do anything. I'd just love to know who we can pray for this week. But if you just prayed that prayer, you really meant it in your heart. You've made that decision in your heart. I've said yes to Jesus. Today, my life changed. If that was you on the count of three, all I want you to do is slip your hand up so I can see. And then slip it down again. One, two. He loves you right now. Lift your hand on three. See that hand there. See that hand in the back. Hallelujah. You can put your hands down. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for changed hearts and changed lives. Father, I thank you for that refreshing and that renewing in every heart and every life. So, Lord, we praise you. I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Can we give a big round of applause for those hands right there? So good. Bless you, everybody. Awesome. Hey, look, congratulations if you just made that decision. That was just one of the best things ever. And we are so proud of you. We would love to connect with you and support you in that. So you will see that on the back of your seats and the seats in front of you, there is a connect card. Down the back, there is some pens that you can use. How about you fill those out? We will connect with you during the week and support you in that. Come on, church. Can we just give them a round of applause again? It's so good. It's awesome. Hey, look, we're also... We're a church that believes in breakthrough. We believe in the power of prayer. So if you are going through something significant at the moment, why don't you fill out a card as well? You can post the cards in the connect box on your way out. Because we want to connect with you. We want to pray for you. We want to believe and stand alongside you. We would love to be able to do that. We count that a privilege. So make sure you fill out a card and we can connect with you. Also
also small groups, as we spoke before, small groups are the heartbeat of this church. And so if you would love to be in a small group, why don't you fill out the form as well at the back of the church or in the middle bit there straight afterwards and we will be in contact with you about that. There's going to be small groups in all sorts of different ways. So just fill it in and then one of our team will be in touch with you during the week to work out the logistics of that. During this time of giving, you know, in the season that we're in, I do want to let you know we still have an EFPOS machine in the foyer. You can also, uh, you can do... Um, banking online as well into giving into this church family but I want to thank you I want to thank you for your giving I want to thank you for your partnering with us to bless the people in our community to bless this house to bless this nation and even the world like Elam has a big stretch we have a big reach as a church family I want to thank you for that but if you haven't already can I encourage you to go have a little look later around the back by the cafe area you know we took up an offering March this year was it last year last year we took up an offering, a vision offering for the outdoor area. Well, if you go have a look at that, man, is it coming together. It is so exciting. The artificial turf went down this week. It looks like something is happening. And so thank you for that. Thank you for giving into that. Thank you for loving in this church. And I just want to encourage you to, um, to check out a flyer at the front if you want to know how you can give during this season. I just want to pray for you before you go. Um, but one more thing I want to let you know about just logistically, Daryl touched on it before. Don't forget to register for the services at the moment, just kind of how we want to do it, how we need to do it. And we want to make sure that you've got a seat, that your kitties have got a space. And so make sure you go on and register. And thank you for just putting up with us with all of this logistical kind of pivoting that we have to do at the moment. Some of us are going to need a chiropractor. I think we've had to pivot so many times after this season. But I just really want to thank you for loving everybody and the way that we've had to do this. It has been an interesting season, but hey, look, we got here. It's so good to be together. And I just want to pray for you before we finish this morning. So why don't we stand? Father God, I thank you for every single individual here today. I thank you for every couple, every marriage, every family, every business represented here today. Lord God, we thank you for the kids this morning. Thank you for the generations of this house. Lord God, Lord, I just pray that you go before us this week. Lord God, your word says in Deuteronomy that you will bless our coming in and our going out. That when we love you, we'll bless everything that we put our hands to. Lord God, I pray that you give us incredible moments this week to make your name famous. Divine conversations. Lord God, I pray for provision this week. Lord God, for jobs for homes, for restoration and relationships. Lord God, we trust you. Lord God, your word says that you are an anchor for our soul. Lord, I pray that you bless. Bless this family. Bless 